two extra things and I'm panicking. <laughs> <laughs> and it's freaking ah. wind, windy. <laughs> it's windy. It's windy. It's freaking windy. <laughs> I don't want the power to go out because it's so windy. It's windy. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, no. No. It's windy. It's wi- windy. Welcome to Conversations in Comfort Bands. I'm Clara. And I'm Alex. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Um... You if, you didn't, if you didn't notice, it's windy outside. Windy. So windy. So windy. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not snowy like the meme. No. The it's windy just, meme. It's just windy. But it's windy. It's raining, though. It's rainy and windy. It's rainy and windy. <laughs> Alex showed me that meme today for it's the first fantastic. time. Because if you I'm haven't seen it, we'll post it on our... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Our, it's very funny. The gram. The The gram. How are uh, you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. I like your Zags shirt today. Thank you. I wanted to wear my it's my favorite long sleeve. Yeah. Had it for a while because it has one. like a looks very comfy. Oh, a thumb hole. <laughs> Which is not a supposed not original to be there. thumb hole. <laughs> no, it just it just happened. I yeah. think that holds other places too, but it's oh. just so dang comfortable. Yeah, it looks like a good one. Can't get rid of it. How are you? I'm good. Good. I got two coffees from Dutch Bros today. I'm only drinking one during the show, so... TBD. TBD on how it goes. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that's their way of sponsoring us. That's five that, free I mean, dollars that they gave to us. Ooh, they did. Or however much. This episode's sponsored by... <laughs> this episode is officially sponsored. Officially sponsored by... by Dutch Brothers. Yeah. Uh, they don't know it. They never will. <laughs> nope. Uh, and Alex will be up until next Tuesday, which is Stay perfect tuned. because that's when this episode posts. <laughs> I will have this edited by 3 a.m. 3 a.m. <laughs> uh, I don't have a notes app today. Ooh, I had one that I saw what was that? as I was scrolling. Tell me. Um... <laughs> I just saw the headline, and so I have no additional details. So Good. when you ask me additional de- for additional okay. detail, I have none. I um, This little boy apparently got on his parents' Amazon yes. account uh-huh. and ordered twenty six hundred dollars worth of SpongeBob popsicles. That is so many popsicles. <laughs> no one has a freezer that big. First of all, it's so <laughs> many popsicles. <laughs> So many popsicles. The Amazon person wasn't like, maybe this is a mistake. No. They, they probably thought it was like a summer camp or no. Or or a, or a school. Or ca- yeah, a cafeteria. A cafeteria lady. <laughs> You're a straight up lunch lady. <laughs> Good luck with the next school year. Spon- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you also want some chicken nuggets? Maybe. No. Maybe just some popsicles. Good. Little pizzas. That seems healthy. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza pizza? <laughs> like Little Caesars? Yeah. <laughs> we had Blake's, I believe, in my middle school. We had just pizza. I don't know where it was from. Oh, well, there was one pizza place in the oh. town. <laughs> that was it. Blake's on Fridays. Boop, boop. 
It was good, but also had nothing to compare to. <laughs> it was your only option. Yeah, it was the pizza store. The one and the only. <laughs> um, okay, I do feel okay. like we need to discuss. Yeah, girl. The leader of the cult that was found mummified in her Colorado home. Did we talk about this? We did not talk about it on the podcast because I just sent you the article on Tuesday. Oh. We talked about it. Did I read it? <laughs> That's a vague memory. What you probably didn't Tuesday? because your responses are very like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't Who? read that. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I, I was, uh, somebody was over and then I forgot. Okay, tell me about it. So this uh, spiritual group called Love Has One. Uh, has, W-O-N. Yes. Um, their leader, Amy Carlson, who was known as Mother God by her followers. Original. Um, was found dead in her home, uh, wrapped in a sleeping bag and decorated with Christmas lights. Okay. No, I did not read it. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> and then her, her eyes were missing and they'd put glitter in her eyes sockets. Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why? Well, good, good question. Why? What? Yeah. In a sleeping bag with where the Christmas lights plugged in. Yes or no? <laughs> uh, I believe they were because oh, it was no. some Who found type her? of shrine. Oh, wow. How long had she been dead? Who found her? What did they do with her eyes? I mean, these are fabulous questions. Oh, I should have read the article. <laughs> um, really great questions. Um, I haven't read more than just one article because it was oh, literally whoa. the headline, and I'm like, what? What? So, yeah. Uh, well, that's horrifying. Yeah, but she was known as Mother God. I mean, can we please? Oh, and I did read that she had said that she'd been alive for like 2.8 billion years, and this was just like one form of her body. Okay, well, is she going to have eyes in her next form? I, you know, she might be... Uh, worried about her next form. <laughs> what animal doesn't have eyes? She's going to be Ooh, a mole. Make a mole rat. A mole. Just a mole. Just any mole. Just any mole. Because they don't have eyes. Except for in The Rescuers. <laughs> We've talked about <laughs> that. That is true. <laughs> yes, they, they don't have... They Got just little, come up and are like, hello. Girls. Smells are gross. Yes. Uh, okay, well, stay tuned for Mother God Mole. Mother God. <laughs> bow down, everybody. Mole God. It's going to be a deep bow because she's underground. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, Weird. Uh, several, several unanswered questions on that. So many. Uh, kind of all of them. Mm-hmm. And so how many... Oh, you don't know. I don't know why you... No. I didn't even read the article. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling you didn't because you're res- I knew you would have caught on to the glitter part, and I'm like, she didn't read my article. I'm sorry. I forgot. Terrible. I was doing something else, and then yeah, if I look at it, and I, uh, I'll forget immediately. That's the way my brain works. I mean, it happens. More than I more than <laughs> probably should. Uh, and also, um, oh, we've got so many things to talk about. Oh, thank today. God. I do. Um, our reel, whatever the heck that is. <laughs> First of all, what's a reel? <laughs> I don't even know what we did. <laughs> I literally don't know what it I is. I have no clue what we did. It's a video? I, you think so? 
I basically we didn't film it. I took it off TikTok. <laughs> I was I did not film it. I have uh, I just found it and posted it because it related to what we talked about in episodes and a squirrel. And now it's got like and now we're famous. Now it's got like two hundred and some odd yeah, likes it has or like something. Three thousand views or something. <laughs> I don't Alex get it. Texted me one night and she was like. Did we go viral? And I was like, what's a reel? <laughs> we don't know what we did. So but thank we, you for your support. We did something. But then the next picture that we posted right that, right back down yeah. to like eight people liked We're still it. Humble. I'm like, all right. We're still humble. Keep us humble. But I guess we'll post more. Re- I don't. <sighs> Maybe we should make our own. I mean, how often do you see a squirrel with a croissant, though? I have raccoons in my yard all the time. We'll have to do something with Yeah, them. we'll have to. There was one in the tree the other day, during the day. Huh. Should have videoed it. A day raccoon. A day raccoon. A day tree raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they liked being up in trees. Did he have a croissant? He didn't. Uh-huh. He was baking one. <laughs> <laughs> That's where his oven is. It's up in the tree. He's going to have it ready for a raccoon breakfast, which is... In the PM. He's got a, he's got a brunch with his girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the little tree oven with the Keebler elf. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. I don't know how we did that. So um, if you've seen our reel about the... Croissant squirrel. Croissant squirrel. We, um, uh, we didn't make it. Yeah, it was not us. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. <laughs> It actually did sound like you. I thought the voice sounded like your really? voice. Yeah. Oh. When she first started talking. Yeah. So I feel like we could get away with it. I mean. Caught this part cool. <laughs> It was Did you guys me. see our reel that we made? That <laughs> and was also, Fred- that was we know Frederick. how to make TikToks. <laughs> We're big on TikTok. We don't just watch them. No, we make them. We make them. And we go viral. Yes. <laughs> we know we don't. <laughs> Can't lie to the people. No, they know. They know. They know it's too well. <laughs> Everyone's just shaking their head, being like, "Yeah, uh-huh, like, okay." You guys, don't. You guys, you guys are... in your skinny jeans and your side parts don't know what you're talking about. Total you chugs. <laughs> okay. Also, chug. That sounds like a diss from the '90s. It sounds borderline. Um... Inappropriate. Super inappropriate. <laughs> Anti-Semitic, I'm going to say. Ooh. <laughs> Are we saying it wrong is my next question. Chug? Chugs. No, I think it's chug. Okay. <laughs> okay, Gen Z, if you want if you want to go. Have you heard of uh, World War II <laughs> by any chance? <laughs> chug. Chugy. Chugy. But those whom are chugy. Are chugs. Are chugs. <laughs> Those whom are chuggy. Those whom express chuggy characteristics. Which is basically the new basic. Uh-huh. Right? Well, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. We shouldn't be talking about this. It's embarrassing. We're embarrassing our... I know. We're being really chuggy. We're so chuggy. <laughs> but it's like anything having to do with iced coffee, which... Um, hello. Hello. Sometimes I'm hot. I want a nice coffee anything back Anything having to do with... Rosé. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's two for two. I'm two for two. What about unicorns? Are they safe? <laughs> it says in the vid in the TikTok video, 
Um, she gestures to another video of a girl who's describing the type of people who get married at 20 years old or have millennial girl boss energy <laughs> and who wonders, what do we call this kind of person? That's a chew. Uh, they're chewy. A chug. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I guess saying I have never said it out loud before, it sounds not bad. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it either. Why can't you just say basic? Yeah, we're basic. And I'm okay with it. Although I don't, I wouldn't call myself a girl boss. No, me either. And also, that is reserved for those special people that do MLMs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, girl boss is MLM territory, right? I feel like people who got married or like their main goal was to get married are always called a, a Stepford. I called it uh, getting their MRS degree. What's that? Oh, Mrs. I mm-hmm. get it. <laughs> They're going to school just to get their MRS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to be a Stepford. So we're both right. And how many of those have ended in divorce? <laughs> just saying. All the, all the ones I know. Just saying. Uh, except for my parents. Different time. Different time. Different time, different place. Yeah, and they didn't meet in college anyways. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That's all. I don't have anything else. Done with the chuggies. Yeah. Let's stop being so chugging. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Move on in our podcast. <laughs> okay, well, we what, what we should have did, should have done was... <laughs> sorry. What we should have did was... <laughs> learn how to speak English, but what we should have done is segue from the Christmas-like cult lady... Right into our topic. <laughs> oh, darn. I had to slide in. <laughs> chuggy. What a chuggy thing for me to do. Because we're talking about cults, babe. Cults, babe. <laughs> Getting back to our roots. Yeah. Remember our first episode? Remember? It was about cults. It was cults. And we had another one. We did the, I did Waco. You did Jonestown. Oh, yeah. Was our first one on cults? It was oh, on I the documentary. Yeah. And I did an awful job. No, you did great. No, I did terrible. <laughs> we do need a follow-up, though, because there are... We do. Uh, I mean, the, the series wasn't over when we did our deal, so... Yeah. One day. Yeah, one one day we need to write one down everything. One day when that... Clara doesn't want to do anything, <laughs> Alex has to do the next CMOT. <laughs> so next week, then? Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay, so we're talking about cults, baby. Cults, yeah. baby! Let's talk about cults, baby. baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you and me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we well, go. and D. No, T. T, no. T and. I said both names wrong. <laughs> Did you say Bo and Peep? That's their name, too, though. It was their name in the beginning. That's why I said Bo. And Peep. Okay, whatever. We're talking about cults. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Whatever, we're talking about cults, fine. <laughs> Move along. Um, you go first. I feel like I go first all the time. Okay, I'll go first. So I'm talking about the Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. Rajneesh, baby. And Rajneesh Puram. 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 So, starting from the beginning, which I feel is a really good place to start. That's what they say. Um, music. Chandra Mohan Jain. Jain? 
Jine? Jaina? No! Chandra Jaina. Chandra Jaina. He was an Indian godman and mystic, born in the 1930s. Um, have several questions. Yeah, <laughs> Godman. Okay. Is this a Thor character, like a demigod, or no? No, he was born in 1930s. So, so a Jesus? <laughs> I just need a comparison figure that I'm. A Godman and a mystic. A Godman. Godman. Man, bear, pig. Godman. Yeah. Got it. Godman. Uh, so oh he. Godman. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, in 1958, he started teaching at Raipur Sanskrit College, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was asked to transfer because, uh, by request of the vice chancellor, due to him being a danger to his, stu- his students' morality, character, and religion. <gasps> morality? Morality. I feel like that's very bad. <laughs> you okay. were a bad influence on these students. I'm going to need you to leave. <laughs> In the 20s. I feel in like the in 50s. The, in the 50s. Yeah. Even then, I feel like it would be like he, uh, I don't know, did something not that bad. <laughs> yeah. So, and then he, he ended up transferring. He was like, fine, I'll go, whatever. Didn't like you squares anyway. Didn't like you anyway. Um, he transferred to, oh no, I should really have written this out phonetically, but I didn't. Yeah, it's always a, always something I think about after. To <laughs> Jab... Jabalpur University. Are we in India? We're in India. Okay. Yeah, we're in India. (coughs) Again, we have listeners. Sorry to our Indian. Right in. Okay. Did you notice I actually cut out me trying to say his name completely? Oh, I did actually notice. Yeah. (laughs) You were like, thankfully. Let's call him. Let's call him. (laughs) Yeah. No, I cut it out because the audio actually went wacky. Sure, 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 sure. So he transferred to. Jabalpur University and became a very popular lecturer and prof- and then a professor. Okay. So, while he was teaching at Jab- Jabalpur, um, he was traveling under in India under the name of Akrono, Akraya Rajneesh. Okay. Speaking out about capitalism. Gandhi. Oh, against Gandhi. And institutional religions. The Delhi Lama. Yes, which the Delhi Lama. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yes, he spoke out against I'm the Delhi Lama <laughs> because of lack of turkey. He didn't have the right sandwich. He did not have the right <laughs> cheese. You're out of poverty. No, provolone. <laughs> the poverty. Okay. I'm not talking about that in my story, so we might just <laughs> provolone. Um, and his statements were quite controversial because India is a very religious country and sure. very, you know, spiritual. Yeah, and all of that. Um, but it gained him quite a following. He's a very enigmatic leader, and people were like, "Oh, I like what this guy's uh-huh. got to say." Um, so he, again, he resigned from the university by request. Like the, the second one? The second one. They're like, yeah, you need to go. Calm down. Go, go away. Go to Oregon. Um, Coming soon. I know. Um, he resigned at the university in 1966. 
four years later, he presented his first dynamic meditation method, which is breathing super fast. His followers who were following him around and listening to him give lectures. Oh. Because he'd travel around and he'd give these lectures. Okay. So he presented dynamic meditation, which is super fast breathing (laughs) while dancing. Oh my gosh, I'm in. Hyperventilating, hyperventilating, dance. and dancing. That's my go-to. <laughs> also known as the Clara. <laughs> oh, no. Um. So I on the wacky, wavy, inflatable tube man. Oh, we love a wacky, wa- mm. wacky, inflatable. Wacky, wavy, inflatable tube man. That guy. <laughs> do you know I have little ones for your desk? Yeah, oh, I, love I them. do know that. Do you have one? No, I got them for my friends for Christmas <laughs> oh. a couple years ago. Friends, you didn't get one for Clara. Come on now. Talk about it off mic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, on uh, September 26, 1970, he initiated his first group of neo assassins also known as, they'll be later known as Rajneeshis. Namaste. Namaste. With this, you assumed a whole new name, so you got a brand new name. That's fun. And you got to wear traditional orange dress. Of Hindu holy men, so, you know, limited like to the color scheme of orange and, love it. you know, burnt orange and maybe a little red in there for <laughs> flavor. Oh, yeah. So little, a brick. We're talking a brick. A little spice. Oh, yeah. A little, 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 little spice. <laughs> Jazz uh, it up a little bit with in- some red. <laughs> including a, a mala, which is a beaded necklace, Okay. which at the end of it had a locket. Inside the oh, locket, cute. a picture of Rajneesh. Rajneesh. Oh. <laughs> I'd love to know what that picture looks like. Is it in the documentary? Okay. <laughs> He's got his thumbs up. <laughs> Who's su- who has two thumbs and is super holy. Me. <laughs> so it was encouraged to follow a celebratory lifestyle um, and basically he was like, oh, don't worship me. Don't worship me. I am not God. I am but, I am like the sun that encourages a flower to open. Okay. That seems, but he's the one that was born a God, right? Yeah, he's, he's God man. One. <laughs> God man. Okay. <laughs> one word, God man. Okay. One word. God man. Um, in 1971, he adopted the title of Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh mm-hmm. and would forever change the meaning of the name. Do we know what it means? It meant yes. Before. Okay, so um, Rajneesh, of course, this is, is the name that he decided to So that's just like become. a first name? Yes, yeah, kind okay. of first name. Um, Sri is sir. Okay. And then Bhagwan is holy man. Holy so, man, Sir Rajneesh. <laughs> okay. Also, but they would I mean, call it him cool. the Bhagwan. Mm-hmm. Um, I love saying Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. It's yes. one of my favorite sentences Bhagwan to say. Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. See, it's fun. Kind of, it's surprising they rolls off. It rolls right off. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's easier than it sounds. So, in 1974, <clears throat> how old is this guy now? Uh, He's well, 100? born in the 30s. Oh. I was thinking 20s. And then math. I, I don't... Math is Nobody hard. cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. At this point, no, if you want me, get on with the story. So... <coughs> I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. He moved to a property in Poon. 
that in India? Yes. Okay. In India. Um. <laughs> okay. I didn't even think of it when I was writing it down. <laughs> Poon. 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 Um, purchased uh, with help from a follower. Yeah, I got to. So, What's the point of having followers? <laughs> I mean, she had money. He had no money. And it morphed into a ashram, which is kind of a sacred space. Okay. Um, and it is actually still active today. In Poon? In Poon. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We're both 12. <laughs> boys. <laughs> boys. We're both 12-year-old boys. Hi. Hi. Um, for the record, it is spelled P-U-N-E. It's exactly how I would spell Poon. it. Poon. Pune. Pune. That sounds worse. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Okay. Um, Sorry, it's not our fault. So it's a it, funny word. <laughs> it became a really... So um, the Poon Ashram <laughs> became a very intense place to be because they were doing all of this like... You know, the dancing and, oh, and the, the heavy, heavy breathing. breathing. Yeah, that's, yep. Um, that sounds about right. And all that's just, we're going. Okay. Okay. Um, and there was like a set schedule. So it's like six o'clock in the morning. They started with the, you know, the med- the meditation with the dancing and the breathing. Yeah, you got to start with the, um, with the dance. And moving forward. Um, <clears throat> and was increasing in visitors from the West. So people from the U.S., Flying over there to be part of this in the fifties, in the seventies, which okay. was actually very popular. I'm, yeah, I'm seems realizing schedule wise, right on. This yeah, track. a lot of people are going to venturing to the east. You can eat, pray, love, but in the seventies, yeah, mm-hmm. to get you know spiritual awakening and, yeah. and all that. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, when neo sannyasins, which are his followers, okay. uh, graduated from the program. They were able to apply to work at the ashram. Okay. Uh, for free. Like, they just wouldn't get paid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, oh, you can apply to work here if you if you want to hang out and stay. Okay. You're done with your program. You can leave. But nobody really wanted to leave. Yeah. Because. Party time. Party in the pool. Morning. Morning dance parties in the pool. Morning dance parties in the pool. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anywho, in the late 70s, uh, they were outgrowing the ashram and causing tensions with their neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Neighbors were not happy. I can imagine all these stupid college kids aren't leaving. And they had about thir- 30,000 visitors Sheesh a year kebabs. to the ashram. Wow. In this tiny little town. Huh. Um, they were, they were refused to expand into India because they were like, okay, well, we'll need, we need a bigger spot. So we want to go here. And they're like, mm, no. Um, and the Indian government no longer allowed Westerners to use the ashram's address as the location they were going to on their, on their, on their visa, on their visa mm, to come in. Interesting. Okay. So they're like, no, you, you can't use that. Yet. Yeah. So we're on to you. We're on to you. <laughs> yeah. Hippies. So. <laughs> Hip and dips. Um, on April 10th, 1981, uh, the Bhagwan went into a three-year public silence. Wow. So he did not speak. 
publicly. And publicly for three years. Same. <laughs> I've I mean, been on a 30-year public. Relatable. Well, I guess until we started this yeah. podcast. <laughs> um, and was replaced with satsangs, which are silent sittings with music or spiritual readings. And mm-hmm. he would just be sitting up there in a chair. Okay. That's nice. Um, around the same time, he got a new secretary named Sheila Silverman. Who was later renamed Ma Anand Sheila. Okay. <laughs> she becomes very important. Sheila Silverman. Sheila Silverman. Is not from India. She is... She, She's from Switzerland, but okay. she is Indian. Oh, Silverman just seems like... Yeah. Jewish? Are you thinking of Sarah Silverman? Oh, am I? <laughs> I think so. So, Ma Anand Sheila. Here she is. Secretary. Greetings. So, in 1980, the Bhagwan and Sheila traveled to the United States on a tourist visa for medical purposes. Uh Uh-oh. He had a prolapsed disc. Ouch. Ooh, it's Um, a long flight to have a prolapsed disc. Which he never really got checked out or anything. So it's not very Yeah. Okay. Um, well, great. I'm glad he had a good 12-hour flight. He had a great 12-hour flight. <laughs> or however long. Um, and Sheila had purchased property in the small town of Antelope, Oregon. Antelope? Antelope. Okay. There was about less than 60 people that lived in Antelope. Smart. Um, the 64,229-acre property was known as the Big Muddy Ranch. Okay. Um, I Sounds think appealing. it was muddy. <gasps> it was big. And it was big. Okay. Um, for $5.75 million, which is $16.2 million in today's money. Who, what follower gave him that money? Ma, not Sheila. She oh, paid for Sheila it. Gave with her husband, him. who then died under mysterious circumstances yeah, later. I bet he did. He did. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> um, so immediately. But he had a lot of life insurance on his head. Too. Oh, yeah. Immediately upon moving there, there was tension between them and their neighbors in Antelope. Primarily over land use. They came in saying they wanted to be a small agricultural community. Okay. But it soon became apparent that that was not what they were doing. Um, within three years of moving there, the Rajneeshis developed a community of about 7,000 people and a bustling town that had a mall, a fire department, oh boy. a police department, an airstrip, and their own zip code. So they basically took over this full town. Uh-huh. They took over this small, They took over small, this ranch. Town and made it a city. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. They took over this ranch, made this ranch a city, and then were trying to expand. Oh, push out. Um, Supposed to then the citizens of Antelope wanted to disassociate themselves yeah, and bet. disincorporate and be like, we're not part of this at all. Yeah. But... There were enough residents of Rajneesh Puram, which was the name of the new city. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they named the city that. Okay. Yeah, Rajneesh Puram. Um, the measure was defeated by a vote. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> they had too many people. That's so tricky. <laughs> to vote. Yeah. Oh, weird. So, and they're probably like voted in their own mayor or yeah. whatever. Voted in their own city council. That's crazy. That's um, so sneaky. They were incorporated as a town in 1982, again, by a vote. <gasps> oh my gosh. Um, That's actually brilliant. And the Rajneeshis <laughs> took an aggressive stance on anyone that disputed what they wanted to do. By a vote. 
by a vote and by suing everybody. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Um, in suing the 60 people that were there. Just everybody. Everybody. Okay. In June of 1983, the Hotel Rajneesh, <laughs> which was in Portland. Oh, okay. They had a hotel. Not in there. Uh, it was town. like the midway stop. You know, you fly into Portland. Sure. You stay at the Hotel Rajneesh. Right. And then you go to Rajneesh Pura. Okay, okay, okay. And that's where you get your orange dress. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, well, that hotel was bombed by an Islamic militant oh, no. group. Uh-oh. And the Rajneesh Purim Peace Force okay. started carrying around semi-automatic weapons. Okay. Okay. Peace and love. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the Oregon Attorney General argued that the city of Rajneesh Purim was an arm of a religious organization and therefore violated the separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. Um, and the residents of Rajneesh Purim came back and just said, organs are bigots and are intolerant of other religions. Uh-oh. So it was like, it's not our fault. It's your fault. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So since the Bhagwan was in the middle of the not speaking thing. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Bhagwan, not saying that. How do you go through customs without speaking? He had Ma'anachila. Public speaking. Yeah, public speaking. Okay. Um, Ma'anachila did most of the talking and she didn't back down from anything. She, in fact, maybe mm. made it worse. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> she was like, they're intolerant. They're, you know, all these people are this. We just want to live here peacefully. We don't want to bother anybody. But people are actively Bothering attacking us. us. Yeah. Meh, meh, meh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, fast forward <laughs> a little bit. Okay. To 1984. Ooh, okay. The residents of the Dowls, which is in Oregon. Okay. And Wasco County, which is the county that the Dow's in. Okay. Also in Oregon. Um, <laughs> came sense. down with severe food poisoning. Uh-oh. 751 residents in total were sick, with 45 <gasps> hospitalized, and luckily nobody died. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, when they traced it back to figure out why they were getting food poisoning... It was traced back to salmonella found in salad bars at a few restaurants in the area. Okay. And also, conveniently, the salmonella outbreak was around the time of a big county election. Oh, no. Where there were Rajneeshi candidates of course. on the ballot. <gasps> Residents suspected they had something to do with it. Okay. And suspected that the reason they were doing that is because they didn't want people to leave their homes to go out and vote. So then they would win the election. Mm. Um, but when they kind of figured that out, they the residents turned out in droves to prevent <gasps> those candidates from winning. They're like, no, we need to. They're just wearing adult diapers yeah. in line. You know. Like, we got to do this. <laughs> um, <coughs> and the Rajneeshis ended up pulling their candidates from the ballot. Oh, why? They didn't want to lose? They were just... Plan didn't work. <laughs> so they didn't even try? They, they didn't might even try. Won. They didn't even try. Weird. Okay. Uh, this was the largest food-related outbreak in the United States history and, of course, got a full investigation. Um, That's fine. <laughs> search warrants were executed at the compound when mm-hmm. they kind of had a feeling it could be them, so they okay. just wanted to, like, check everything out. Um, 
and they found vials containing salmonella in the what? medical clinic. You can just have vials of salmonella? Apparently so. Okay. Um, that were confirmed to be an exact match <clears throat> for the strain of salmonella that was found Weird. in the salad bars. I feel like, do you think if they wouldn't have taken their candidates out, it would have been less obvious? Or Probably. were they already onto that? They were already onto okay. them. Because um, none of them got it. So this actually went from being the largest food-related outbreak mm-hmm. to the largest bio bioterror attack on the oh, United States. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's a lot of people. Biological warfare. Yeah. Um, that's a big deal. Shortly before all this happened, mm-hmm. like before um, the raid and the um, finding the salmonella, uh, Sheila and about 15 of her, her, her peeps yeah. vanished from the compound to Uh-oh. West Germany. Oh, fled sneaky. the country. Okay. Um, they found her. They extradited her back to the United States and charged and imprisoned her for attempted murder because they tried to kill the attorney general. What? Yeah. When? Did I miss that part? I didn't say it. Okay, good. They tried to kill the attorney general. <laughs> okay. Um, How? Assault, wiretapping, arson, immigration fraud, voter fraud, and her role in the bioterror attack. Oh my gosh. So that's bad. She served 39 of her 39 months of her 20 year sentence. Okay. <laughs> 39 I mean that's a long time but uh, of of a 20 year sentence. Of a 20 year sentence that's not a long no. time. Um she then peaced out and moved to Switzerland. You're She got married again. Mazel. And owns two nursing homes. No, that's bad. Her husband Died shortly after they got married. And everyone in the nursing home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Bogwan yeah. started talking again. Oh, yeah. And was blaming, She's gone. Was blaming everything on Ma not Sheila, saying mm. it was her, it was her, she was behind it, blah, 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 blah. Um, he was, but he was accused of immigration violations. Okay. Um, but he entered what's called an Alford plea. Yeah, heard of it. Which means he's maintaining his innocence, but admits that... The evidence against him would result in a guilty verdict. Um, and part of his plea bargain um, was that he returned to India. So he did. He was like, okay, okay. fine. I'll go back to India. Um, and he renamed himself as Osho. Osho. So he got, he was like, I do not want to be referred to as the Bhagwan. Uh-huh. Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. Osho. I am Osho. Osho Fosho. <laughs> And his health kept deteriorating, and he died in 1990. Oh, okay. And his ashes were placed within the ashram in Poon. <laughs> we're back to back so to that's the Poon. Still, that's like a still working. a thing. Yeah, it's called oh. the Osho Meditation Center. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, in the ashram <laughs> in Poon, with an epitaph that reads, "Never born, never died, only visited this planet Earth between December 11th, 1931." And January 19th, 1990. Hmm. So you're probably asking yourself, self. Self? What, what happened to the ranch? Yeah. Because everyone just kind of like got up and peaced out. That's <clears throat> essentially. the town was happy. What happened. The town was happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the ranch and its residents without the leadership of Sheila or the Bhagwan disintegrated. All of the residents moved on. Um, they were kind of just went other places, went back home. Some of them followed um, the Bhagwan to India. Uh-huh. 
Um, and it was sold in 1991 for $3.6 million to Washington Construction, who tried to make it into a state park or mm-hmm. turn a profit. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those attempts were unsuccessful. So they donated it to Young Life. Oh, another cult. Which now <laughs> operates a summer camp there every year. Oh, interesting. So that is the Bhagwan oh, Sri Rajneesh, Rajneesh Puram. Um, Ooh, I have to watch that documentary. Yes. I had heard like vaguely about that just because it's so fun to say so it sticks in your head but yeah. i didn't know any details yeah so if you want to watch a really good documentary yes, um that clara is, is talking kind of about it's called wild wild country yes. it's on netflix it's a four part i think i feel like everyone except for me has watched it. it's so good i've seen it twice um and they actually came up with another oh, documentary yeah. called finding sheila <gasps> and it's um yeah what happened to sheila Ma'anad sheila returning to india oh after she was in switzerland. after she's in switzerland so i haven't seen that yet it is on netflix it came out in april um so i'll have to watch that and let you know how it is but okay that is the bhagwan shri rajneesh bhagwan shri rajneesh rajneesh everybody say it out loud it's fun to say it's really fun to say <laughs> gotta love the bhagwan which Ooh, actually we call so my mom has um uh-oh a <laughs> I'm worried about this my mom going. has a 1960 oh. or 70 something whatever uh, ted bundy had whatever ted bundy had my mom has the exact same bug <laughs> um i've started calling it the bundy mobile yeah um and i want to get her a license plate that just says bundy um <laughs> but don't tell her but yeah keep it keep it on demo that would be um, so funny i think it's hysterical but Nobody else in my family does. It's weird. Um, and so, but we called it the Bugwan. Oh, that's funny. So, nice. the Bogwan, the Bugwan, the Bugwan. Anyway, that's that's Bogwan. The Teddy Bogwan. The Teddy Bogwan. <laughs> Good Shri job. Raj. Raj. <laughs> Raj VW. Raj VW. Okay. Okay, your turn. My turn. I'm talking about heavens. Go, 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 gay. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and do. do, baby. Baby. Okay. So, do you remember when this happened? Kind of. Uh, it was literally on your eighth birthday. <laughs> I remember it very specifically, though. I, I at, might have been distracted because it was my eighth birthday. <laughs> yeah. Well, they found him a couple days. I'll tell you later. But um, I remember being at my friend's house. We were dying Easter eggs because it was right before Easter, like mm-hmm. a few days before Easter. And she was like, did you hear about those people that like, they're going to go see the aliens? And I was like, eight years old. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, and then when I learned about this later, I was like, oh my gosh, that's what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, so first we're going to start with um, Bonnie Lou Nettles. Bonnie Lou. Bonnie Lou. She was born in August of 1927 um, in Houston, Texas. She grew, she was born into and grew up in a Baptist family, um, but as an adult, she 
kind of moved away from religion for a while. Um, she became a registered nurse and married a man called Joseph Nettles in 1949. Not Joseph Smith? <laughs> <TBT>. <laughs> Nobody knows. Or John Smith. <laughs> it was John it was Nettles. John <laughs> McNettles. <laughs> uh, and they had four kids. Congratulations to them. Okay, Mazel so Mazel. the um, the marriage started to become unhinged Ooh. when in 1972 she began she began attempting to contact spirits and have regular seances. Well, she also believed that a 19th century monk named Brother Francis frequently spoke to her and gave her instructions. Okay, so I'm seeing some signs. I'm seeing. Some yeah, flags, some, some flags, signs, little flags, some yield signs. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Alex was riding a horse. <laughs> she told it to stop. Okay, um, she also visited a fortune teller who thought, uh, no, who told her that she would soon meet a mysterious man <gasps> who was tall with light hair and fair complexion. Which Cue is any older literally gentleman. Literally everyone in Washington State. Uh, I mean, that could be my dad minus the tall. I know. That's what I was going to say. It's everyone in Washington except they're all short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a Texas, maybe I got to hook it up there. Yeah. Um, okay. Texas fans. <laughs> <laughs> Texas fans. Give me a call. My personal phone number is. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay. So that is a, a, a look into Bonnie Nettles' uh, life a little bit. So, Marshall Herf Applewhite Jr. I love his name. Herf. Herf. If you're looking to name a kid out there. It sounds like someone Herf. coughed in the Herf. middle of <laughs> naming. <laughs> or they burped. <laughs> We want to like, name him Herf. Marshall Herf. <laughs> it's like it's supposed to be like Herb or, or like Herf. Herbert. <laughs> Wait, no. Herbert, not yeah. Herbert, because Herbert isn't a word. No Herbert? Word. Is it? I don't, I don't heard that so. word. Okay. Herb. Anyways, Herf. Marshall Herf. Herf Applewhite Jr. So there's two of them, baby. Oh, baby. He was born in, uh, also in Texas. In 1931, mm. um, to a Presbyterian minister and a lady named Louise. Uh, <laughs> Louise? Not, unclear about her job title. <clears throat> um, he earned his bachelor's degree in philosophy. <laughs> in 1952, um, he enrolled in seminary school to study theology. Um, he was hoping to become a minister. Mm. He, er- he married someone named... Anne Pierce, um, and they had two children together. <clears throat> he decided that seminary school wasn't for him, so he left to pursue his music career. Um, and then shortly after he was drafted, etc., so he went and did that. And then he got his master's degree in music and focused on musical theater. So then he moved to uh, New York. As one does. In an unsuccessful attempt to begin a professional singing career. Mm. Uh, Also, as one does. As one does. (laughs) Uh, He then went to the University of Alabama um, to teach, but he lost his position after um, having an affair with a male student. Ooh, herf. Herf. 
so his wife found out, separated, and they divorced soon after. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the background of our two, um, basically, match made in UFO heaven. Mm-hmm. So the circumstances of Metal and Applewhite's meeting is disputed. Okay. There's different ones, but I'm obviously going to say my favorite. So, yeah, duh. Um, in... March 1972, the two met in a psych ward. Oh. Love. Oh, love um, at first sight. <laughs> yeah, love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you a person or a penguin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like on, um, oh, nuts. What's that movie called? I can't remember. Uh, Beautiful Mind at the very end. He's. Have you ever seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, well, he, like, knows that he's schizophrenic, and he asks somebody, he meets somebody new, and he asks somebody walking by, like, can you see them, too? Because <laughs> he doesn't know if they're really not. Anyways, she was a nurse, and he was, quote-unquote, visiting a sick friend. Ah, of course he was. Is what he said yes. on his video on the internet. Okay, either way, um, Applewhite later recalled that he immediately felt as though he had known medals for a long time. And he concluded that they must have met in a past life. Mm, past life. As one does. Immediate assumption. Okay. <laughs> she told him that... She, uh, so she told him that their meeting had been foretold to her by extraterrestrials. Um, persuading him that he had a divine... No, a divine assignment. Mm. Oh, a divine and a defined. A defined divine assignment. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I meant to say it. <laughs> Um, so the two of them concluded that they had been chosen to fulfill biblical prophecies and that they had, um, been given higher level minds than other people. So smart. Big brains. We get it. You think very highly of yourself. There is no (laughs) ego problem there. No, no, I don't see one. Okay. So their eventual philosophies, um, took its root from Applewhite's Presbyterian upbringing. Mm -hmm. Remember his father was a minister and eventually... Um, grafted to the belief in extraterrestrials. Uh, no, grafted the belief in extraterrestrials into Christ- that Christian theology. As one does. As one does. So he told his followers that he was, in fact, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Oh, and yeah. that God was an alien. And they were living in the end times. Um, they did focus on the Bible, especially in Revelations, um, specifically chapter 11. Mm-hmm. Which is a section about two witnesses that would uh, basically have a prophecy. Um, Mm. And at the end of that prophecy, they would have to battle demons. Mm. um, In which Applewhite and Nettles called the Luciferians. So basically, they think that they're those two prophets. Prophecies. Prophecies. (laughs) Okay. So, the two gained their first followers... Sharon Morgan in May 1974. Uh, a month later, she returned to her family uh, that she straight up abandoned before. Oh, well, <laughs> at least she came back. She did. She did go back. Um, She's like, ugh. Mm-mm. Like, wait a second. I have kids at home. I should probably go to <laughs> Okay, so in August of that same year, 74. Applewhite was arrested in Texas for failing to return a rental car that he had rented in Missouri. You can be arrested for that? 
Not that I've ever done it. I'm just. <laughs> so not. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, I think it had been quite a while that he mm. had this car and he was still driving it. At the time, though. <laughs> that reminds me of a funny story. <laughs> Go on. So my dad, I'm, I'm completely outing my dad right here. Um, <laughs> rented a car in Hawaii. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, they're so expensive in Hawaii. <laughs> this was like back, I think, in the 80s or something. Okay. And he only returned the keys because he totaled the car. <gasps> Your dad has a full warrant out in Hawaii. <laughs> I think it's so funny. That is Yeah, he returned hilarious. the keys because like, it's all he had. <laughs> well, in some places you park it like in, in small airports, you know? Yeah. You park it and then you just go like put the keys in a little box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he could only return the keys. <laughs> Oh no! Well, I'm glad he's alive. That yeah. seems like a bad accent. Yeah, my dad was so cool before I was born. Number one. Oh, did we say that on the pod? What Costco card? I don't know. My dad has also has Costco card number one. We'll number talk one. Later. Number one. 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 Okay. Uno. Okay. Uh, anyways, at the time of his arrest, Applewhite maintained that he had been divinely authorized to keep the car. Jesus doesn't have warranties. <laughs> he was jailed for six months. <laughs> he believed that he was directly related to Jesus. Oh, spy uh, brother. Broham. Bro. Jesus. Brosephus. Brosus. So. Brother from Virgin Mother. Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyways, so. Uh, Sharon Morgan. They had gotten a taste of of a follower, and they wanted more. <laughs> we like. This. We can do this for real. Um, they resolved to contact extraterrestrials and sought to find like minded followers. Mm-hmm. Um, they published advertisements for meetings where they um, implied that they were representative beings from another planet. Okay. Um, and would recruit people uh, to be their followers. So they believed in an ancient astron in the ancient astronaut hypothesis, which claimed that extraterrestrials had visited humanity in the past and placed humans on Earth and would return to collect them. Didn't like they left the people they didn't like. Exactly. <laughs> like we'll be back later for you. Sure, 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 sure. But yeah. But I think I didn't write it down. But I think I read something. I know that I read something that was about like they impregnated the Virgin Mary. Oh. Like those old aliens. Yeah. Something like that. So you're actually not wrong. Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> so by 1975, Applewhite and Nettles um, had nicknamed themselves Bo and Peep. Bo Peep. Little Bo Peep. Um, the group had stopped recruiting and they kind of went in the other direction and they became really reclusive. Um, they adopted a nomadic lifestyle, believing that complete separation from earthly desires was a prerequisite mm-hmm. of ascension to the next level. Oh. Rise up. Um, they stayed at mostly remote campgrounds. Um, and they members were instructed to renounce their friends, family, media, drugs, alcohol, jewelry, facial hair, and sexuality. Mm. So all the good stuff. Yeah. In 1976, Bo and Peep changed their names to Doe and T. Doe T. Doe. Doe T. Uh, 
Uh, something about because of the sound of music. Yeah. Again, I thought I read that. Musical theater. Um, in June of that year, they gathered their followers at a national forest in Wyoming, promising a visit from a UFO. Um, and someone just threw a ball of tinfoil. <laughs> Look, it's a UFO! <laughs> Shine a flashlight at it. <laughs> Uh, Nettles later announced that the visit had been canceled. Oh. The aliens canceled it. They're Rude. so flaky. Flaky aliens. <laughs> okay, so they um, began to place. Burp. They began to place greater demands on their followers. Um, they emphasized that they were the only source of the truth, and the idea that like maybe other members could receive individual revelations was rejected. Mm. Their way or the highway. Yeah. Um, they also tried to prevent close friendships among the followers because they were afraid that it could lead to insubordination. Ooh. Um, so basically, they made their followers completely dependent on them. Uh, hmm. the, the followers' sole responsibility was basically to o- obey their leaders. Hmm. Which is a Red flag. In 1985, Bonnie Nettles, a.k.a. Peep, a.k.a. D, died. R.I.P. R.I.P. To us uh, lay people, it looked like she uh, had been diagnosed with cancer two years earlier, and that's why she died. And that's why she died. Yeah, it seems like. But to... uh, But to the Heaven's Gate crew... Yeah. um, She was called back up, right? uh, Yeah, she... They they knew that she had traveled to the next level, uppercase mm. and uppercase L, because she had too much energy to remain on Earth, um, and she had abandoned her body to make the journey. Applewhite right. said that he was left behind because he still had more to learn, and that he needed to be there to guide his followers to the next level. Right. So previously to her death the group had been led to believe that they would be ascended body and all into the heavens what the problem is is that nettle's body remained on the earth Uh oh whoops so no problem apple white said that the ascending would be spiritual only of course and nettle's spirit had traveled to a spaceship and received a new body new body she's a mole do moles have new bodies i don't know what? <laughs> I was just trying to connect it to the other cult leader who is going to come back as a mole. Uh, okay. That we just talked about. <laughs> no, like... I know what we're talking about. I don't get why. <laughs> I, okay. Never mind. <sighs> oh, I get it. Because she comes, because she doesn't have eyes, so she comes back as a mole. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you were right. I was wrong. <laughs> You're going to be listening to this back and be like, oh, oh no, Alex I, is funny. I already get it. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> All is forgiven. Anyways, they'd all have new mole bodies. Um, new bodies. So basically, they would do the same thing. Their bodies. Can I stay. hop on that train? Just, just the new body piece. <laughs> Stop it! You're beautiful. <laughs> oh. Okay, so throughout the next decade or so, so that was in what eighty-seven, I think eighty-five. Um, mm. I was the... still not eight. Nope. Wait for it. I'm willing to <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so throughout the next decade or so, several hundreds of people joined and also left the group. Okay. Um, in 1993, the group spent 
$30,000 to publish a full-page advertisement in USA Today Ooh. that warned of catastrophic judgment to befall the earth. No. It's very ominous. That's very ominous. Um, so this $30,000 led 20 former members to rejoin. <laughs> That's all. I was wrong. I'm sorry. I saw your ad in USA Today. Uh, it's like a misconnection on Greg's. <laughs> I saw your ad. I saw your ad. Okay, in early 1990s. Do you like pina coladas <laughs> and getting caught in the rain? I love the rain. <laughs> the wimby rain. The wimby rain. <laughs> in uh, the early 1990s, Applewhite posted some of his teachings to the internet, which <gasps> now exists. The internet. God bless you, internet. By the way, the internet. I mean, the internet. Yep. <laughs> By the way, this is going to blow your mind. The internet is still there. What? <laughs> Specifically, that website is still up, though. What? Like, um, legit? Legit. <laughs> I visited it. I went to it. I'm in a cult now. Oh, no. Goodbye. <laughs> um, okay. I lost my spot a little bit. Okay, so first of all, it was very 90s. It had, like, a, back, a black background. Okay. Which anything on black background is very hard to read. Yes. And it was like rainbow colors. Oh, love it. It was full of run on sentences. Oh, bring it on. And then I was like, well, I can read it. And then like, I'll just know so much about this cult. No, sorry. <laughs> Couldn't do it. And then there, I'm not sure. I didn't even click on it at this point. I was so far down the webpage, but there was like his teachings. Uh-huh. And then it would say like 60 minutes next to it. So I think it's like his videos, maybe. What? I probably should have checked before I said that. That but would anyways, be awesome. Uh, check it out. Yeah. www.notacult.com. Okay. Well, you can just Google Heaven Skating. That's the first one that comes up. Okay. Terrible website. Anyways, so the online teachings, they were met with like quite a bit of criticism. Ooh. If you can believe that. So um, soon after, I think it kind of hurt his ego a little bit. Oh. He began toying with the idea of using suicide to reach the next level. Um, he explained that everything human must be forsaken. Like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. like media, sexuality, etc. Um, but now it included the actual human body mm-hmm. um, so that your spirit could ascend. In June 1995, um, the group purchased 40 acres in rural... Mm-hmm. Nice. It's hard to say. New That's Mexico. a hard word. Um, and they began to build a compound and a monastery... Um, but it turns out building a commune is hard. Applewhite's old at this point. Mm. He got cold. And so they moved to a few houses in San Diego. Mm, okay. Um, so they increasingly focused on the suppression of sexual desires, which um, led Applewhite and several others to opt for a surgical castration. Hey. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, in Applewhite's view, sexuality was one of the most powerful forces um, that bound humans to their bodies, mm-hmm. and um, and that like basically hindered their efforts to evolve to the next level. And I think probably there was a minute when he was like 
kind of bouncing around from universities where he was openly gay mm-hmm. and with his Protestant pastor father. It I didn't bet really go over well. That was, yeah. I bet he had a lot of conflicting feelings. So mm. he was like, let's just get rid of all of that. Yeah. Well, let's castrate everybody. Hmm. That's just... Uh, snip, snip. That's just my uh, guess. But anyway, so they, the uh, shocker couldn't find a doctor who was willing to do it. So oh. they went down to Mexico where they could find someone Mexico. shady enough. And eight, uh, eight men did that to themselves. Um, he was. He also started requiring members to have the same clothing and haircuts. Mm-hmm. Um, part of Heaven's Gate view was that everything had to be exactly the same. Hmm. Um, a surviving member said that everything was designed to be exactly duplicate. Duplicate. I feel like I said it weird the first time. Um, you were not to come up with, well, I'm going to make pancakes this big. Like, bigger than mm-hmm. normal. There was a mixture, a size, how long you cooked it on one side, how much, how high the burner was on, how many each person got, how the syrup was poured on it, everything. He said that even male members shave their faces a specific way. Um, and this is a common tactic for cults. Like, basically, if the leader wants to convince members to do something extreme, they have to basically replace the follower's entire belief structure. Yeah. Um, with the structure of the cult. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it wouldn't even be a question, like, to have a big pancake. Yeah. Um, by the end. So, in October 1996, the group moved to Rancho Santa Fe in California, where they rented a mansion in which to live. Woo-hoo. The same month, they purchased alien abduction insurance that would cover up to 50 members and would pay out $1 million per person, which covered abduction, impregnation, or death by aliens. That's a thing. I'm just saying. I think a con man got word of this. Oh, those sneaky con men grabbed that opportunity. They're like, and honestly, well, yeah, it's alien abduction insurance. Everybody has it. Yeah, you don't. Oh my gosh, you don't have it. Mm-mm. Honestly, I'm here. I'm here for it if he can. Uh, if he can do that, that's yeah. fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so around this time. They learned that the Hailbot comet was approaching. Ooh. Hailbot. 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 Yep, that's what I think every time. <laughs> um, they viewed it as their last chance to evacuate Earth. Mm. So Apple, Apple White believed that Nettles was aboard a, sh- a spaceship trailing the comet. Ooh. And she planned to rendezvous with them. Mm. Come on. Come on up. I got bodies for everybody. Body for you. Body for you. Oh, sorry. Um, Daryl. Sorry, Daryl. This is the last one. Hope it fits. <laughs> you get a squirrel. <laughs> it's better than a mole. That's true. Okay. Uh, so he, he told his followers that the government knew of the trailing spaceship. Ooh. Like, so she was in a little spaceship trailing Hale-Bop. <laughs> Hale-Bop. Um, But the government was covering it up. Obviously. Okay, so March 15th ish, 1997, they went out for a last supper together Mm -hmm. at Marie Callender's restaurant in Carlsbad. I didn't know she had restaurants. I didn't know she had restaurants. And she just some frozen foods. Yeah, like pot pies. (laughs) Yeah. Who doesn't love a Marie Callender's pot pie? In 1997, there was one in Carlsbad. They all ordered the exact same thing. 
Um, it was set up before they came in. They all had iced teas to drink, dinner salads beforehand with tomato vinegar dressing. Ooh. Drink about pie. There we go. Drink about pie. <laughs> for the entree. Cheesecake with blueberries on top for dessert. Um, and the waitress said that they seemed very nice, very friendly, very polite. No one seemed depressed at all or anything like that. So following the dinner, the group isolated themselves and recorded farewell statements. Never go. All right. So, spoilies, they all kill themselves. The suicides began on Conversation in Comfy Pants holiday, March 22nd, a.k.a. Alex's eighth birthday. Eighth birthday. 1997. Um, so over the span of three days, um, they slipped on matching pairs of black Nikes, black uniforms with patches that read Heaven's Gate Away Team, which I kind of <laughs> think is hilarious. It like makes me like that. The Away Team. I feel bad for the person that got like the home team badge. <laughs> it would have been the aliens. I've got to stay behind. <laughs> um, they ate a combination of phenobarbital Barbital, Barbital, Barbital. pudding, um, or applesauce. They took a shot. They post, put a plastic bag over their head, and they laid down to die. Mm. So, they did it in groups. The first day, fifteen people did it. The second day, fifteen people did it, and the last day, uh, it was kind of spread out, but mm-hmm. not uh, the, the other nine. So there was thirty-nine people that um, died. So and weren't they wearing capes? Uh, no, no. So they they were in capes. They, um, so once they died, a still living member would take off the bag off their head, Mm -hmm. arrange their bodies, and cover their faces and torsos with a purple cloth. Maybe Uh, that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of, yeah. So, like, you can see pictures of it, and Mm -hmm. you can't see their faces or anything. See their faces. Because it's covered. Yeah, exactly. You can see their Nikes. So, um. Yeah, don't cover up the Nikes. (laughs) Yeah, no. Please, no. So product that, placement. <laughs> they actually took it out of off circulation. Is that what you? Would call oh it? yeah. Because it got such um, bad, bad publicity. Publicity, but they were like, "Well, they just bought it because it was actually a really good deal." <laughs> <laughs> they were cheap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, so that was the case with everyone except for the last two. So um, basically, they were the last ones to die, and obviously, mm-hmm. no one was there to do that for them. So. On March 26th, an anonymous tip came into the sheriff's department to do a welfare check on the mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they did, they found 39 bodies, um, which made it the largest group suicide involving U.S. citizens since 1978 mass suicide in Jonestown. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, that's it. So I wonder how often Hale Bop goes around. I know, maybe we should. Because there is a documentary, too, which I know you watched as yes. well. And some of the people in it are still members. Mm-hmm. So. Which I'm wondering who their leader is now. I'm not, I should have. I ran out of time. Okay. <laughs> it happens. It's I fine. finished this at 2.30. <laughs> Perfect. You were like, I'm leaving at 3. I was like, okay, good. Okay. Oh, yeah, and then I didn't get here until 4, because... <laughs> Because it was wimpy. It was wimpy. Wimpy and rainy. Wimpy and rainy. Well, that was good. <laughs> Anyways, that's... That was good. Uh, yeah, there was actually quite a bit of stuff that I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so if you ever 
tell your dad, go to jail for a rental car fraud. <laughs> just tell him that Jesus told you it was okay. Yeah, I'll be like... Because he's your brother. He's your brother. <laughs> okay, that's all. Cool. Um, Good stories this week. Yeah, I love a cult. I do too. Love a cult. I have a whole book about cults. I know you do. Which I love to just... Through, flip through and also keep on your coffee table to I, keep away yes. people it is one of my coffee table books is <laughs> is a cult is a book on cults yeah it's great it's great it's right next to the serial killer book yeah we have lots of friends so many friends <laughs> <laughs> i'm like don't mess with me <laughs> i'm kidding That's i'm my joking but so. okay so. um well we, we but mm, we will be back next week. Yeah, girl. Another episode. Um, TBD. TBD. <laughs> we will make one, though. Yeah. Um, tell two friends. Yeah. Keep the pyramid going. Yeah. Uh, be choogy. Be choogy. Be in the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> Chugs only. Chugs only. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Just, we need a different word. Yeah. Come up with a new word. Someone come up with Someone a new word. come up with a new word. We don't have to do it. Oh, you somebody, do it. You figure it out. <laughs> All right. Love you. Right. Mean it. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.